America's Desert Diaries. Hello, Arizona calling. And in your latest weekly desert update, guess what? It's really hot. (laughs) Yep, we're still on a heat warning and it still has not properly rained. Vague sprinkle on Tuesday. I'm not taking that at all. Everyone is asking the same thing all over the valley. Where are the monsoons? Where is the second summer? Not in this part of Arizona, that's for sure. It's definitely a bit muggier than it has been. That dry heat, not quite so dry but not so muggy that storms are brewing. It's just not happening. There was a spectacular haboob, though, this week, a dust storm. I was hanging out one early evening at home browsing social media when I saw a Phoenix-based friend on Twitter saying, "Oh, the winds are whipping up. I've got a bit of lightning near me. Could the monsoon be about to hit? So I poked my head out the back door to see my clothes horse landing the pool. <laughs> and I thought, hmm, do you know, sometimes social media is more than people shouting about politics and posting pictures of avocado on toast. So I rallied the troops and we collected the outside furniture and buttoned down the hatches as the wind really, really started to whip up. Then the lightning started in our neck of the woods and within minutes the air was so thick with ozone It was actually really hard to breathe. I had to send the small one inside and she just couldn't stop coughing. It was so strong. I looked up at the sky and it was full of orange dust. It's the first time there has been a haboob since I moved here. I was ready and waiting for them last monsoon season, but much like the monsoons themselves, they never really made an appearance. You might remember there was a whole load of questions on the Arizona driving test about what to do if you're hurtling along the freeway when one rolls into town. So I had been quite nervous and excited. Well, this time around, it was already dark, obviously, so the effect wasn't really as striking. But with the lightning and the dust and the ozone, I think we all thought a monsoon was imminent. No, it wasn't. (laughs) The next day, back to a zillion degrees and the tiniest bit of rain. Very, very strange indeed. The heat's definitely reached the point where even the wildlife is suffering now. The little lizards who spend their days scurrying up and down our garden walls. Well, we just haven't seen them at all this week. I think they're laying low. And even the jump jet wasps have been absent from our pool. I've not even seen a snake for months now, except the billion pictures a day shown to me by the nine-year-old who is just desperate to get a corn snake as a pet. We told her, if you want one, you're going to have to do a full project on them if you want any chance at all of getting your hands on one she she went and did it she did it we pointed out then that she would have to feed it baby mice if she got a snake totally unfazed by this idea we then said well look if you're really serious about this you're going to have to fund this yourself everything the tank the bedding heat lamp all the other accessories the snake of course the food the upkeep she worked it all out about 250 dollars she's already halfway there (laughs) (laughs) she saved all her birthday money she's done loads and loads of extra chores for money and she has not spent a penny of her pocket money since march now you know i'm not against getting a snake i personally think they're quite beautiful but it's just another ruddy pet to add to the menagerie with the dog and the cats and now all these fish we've got which my eldest save up for and finally got last month six neon tetras and a japanese fighting fish called gordon ramsay who she adores more than i thought a human could actually love a fish seriously obsessed with him 
Now, with a snake, it's more of an issue of finding anyone who would look after it if we went away. Pretty much every single person we know has stated point blank they will not be popping over to feed the snake if we go away. Few friends have actually said they won't come into our house again if we get one. Now, I think this is a bit weird, (laughs) seeing as we all live in what surely must be the snakiest city in the world. Now, they say in London, don't you, that you're never more than six feet away from a rat. And it surely must be the same for snakes here in Phoenix. I mean, if you hate snakes, wouldn't you rather know one was safely tucked away in a tank in someone's bedroom as opposed to lurking under your deck chair in the garden? (laughs) I know which one I'd prefer, but there you go. Now, after I escaped last week to my little desert hideaway to lie down in a darkened room and not speak to anybody, I really thought it was only fair to send Dave away so we could also have a break from, well, us, quite frankly. He headed north, taking the dog bonus to do six hours of climbing mountains around Flagstaff. Do remember, my break was where I drank wine and watched trash on TV. (laughs) So important to do your own thing when you're in a couple, isn't it? Now, Flagstaff is so much cooler than Phoenix. 26 degrees there today while it's 43 here. And he loves stomping around the trails in that mountain air. Totally did himself in. He got back to his motel and had a bed picnic with some treats from a local supermarket. Nice. Plus wine, of course. And at about 11.30, absolutely cream crackered, he thought, I'm just going to take the dog out for a quick wee and then get off to sleep. Five minutes later... He's back. The door won't open. So he goes to reception. Oh, I'm sorry, she said. I'll just reset your key. He walks back to his room. The door won't open. Back to reception. I'll come with you, she says. The door won't open. Back they go and get the special whizzy master key override machine thing. The door won't open. By this stage, it is well past midnight. And she says, right, I'm going to call maintenance. I'm so sorry, he says. It's my night off. I'm not even in town tonight. I can't help you. Oh, dear. (laughs) They then call the manager and it takes her 45 minutes to get there with some other special gadget and some other master key. The door won't open. (laughs) So to cut a very, very long story short, as the hotel is fully booked... Ah, he spends his night away, his night of recharging his batteries on a put up bed in all his clothes, without his phone, his wallet, any of his stuff in a storeroom next to the fire escape where all the smokers go all night to light up. Ah, I mean, yeah, he got a refund and some voucher to stay in the hotel again. But as you can imagine, he wasn't really in the best mood when he drove back to Phoenix the next morning after it took them 20 minutes to drill the door down so he could get his stuff back. (laughs) Rum was taken. So following the worst weekend break ever, we are going to make another attempt, this time as a family. And today we're driving to California a town near San Diego called Encinitas, to be precise, to look at the sea and do crazy things like go for a walk in the day without roasting ourselves alive. Really looking forward to it. But us two and the two girls and the ruddy dog all in one budget hotel room? Don't tell me that's not going to be really relaxing. What could possibly go wrong? I'll see you by the ocean. (laughs) 